Welcome back to Culture Dumps. I'm Ryan Lichten. I'm here with Parks Miller. Last week's episode got pretty, pretty dark, didn't it? That was kind of a, a, yeah, a, 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 dark, a darker dump. A darker dump. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and we know. But this one. Uh, what uh, causes that? Toxins like is, uh, PUA. Yeah, th- this is going to be pretty, uh, pretty dark as well, folks. Uh, I don't know why it keeps happening like this to where. You know, like we're we're not really hitting any like hands across America like uh, Halloween Whopper type episodes lately. It's all yeah. a little bit gnarlier. You know, sure, two in a row that kind of have some. You know, it's not all comedy, right? But hey, po- podcast ninety nine. I mean, that's kind of the thing. It seems funny and Woodstock ninety nine, and then you get into it, and there's some shit that's not really funny, and it's kind of actually disturbing. So I think it's okay. Yeah, We're, yeah, it, it's it's fine. You know, because yes, folks, uh, today's episode is going to uh, start light and uh, end on a pretty sour note. We are talking about Mac tonight. Now, Mac tonight was a mascot used in the late '80s for McDonald's. Uh, we'll get into why and how he came about. But the reason why Mac tonight is a dump is because it's an instantly recognizable symbol from a time gone by, an immensely popular promotion that disappeared only to reemerge in present day as an icon of hate. It's uh, yeah. you know, it's it's one of those things where the internet just kind of took something seemingly innocent and ran with it until it just became an unrecognizable monster shell of its former self. True. And I mean, I'll admit that I first, like I was, I think too young to really see these when it came out. Right. Um, I just don't have, you know, any recollection of the commercials. So actually my first experience with Mac tonight was moon man, the meme, the hate meme, right. The, the kind of white supremacists, alt-right meme so yeah that it totally did really re-emerge to a lot i think probably a lot of people and uh people might not even know that it was related to mcdonald's yeah you know yeah yeah there's gonna be there's kind of like two two sides of it um but even with the meme stuff it didn't start uh as bad as it got so let's let's get into it. The first uh, little section here, the moon man cometh. So in the mid 1980s, McDonald's was faced with a big problem. How to get folks to see the quintessential fast food restaurant as a dinner option. Now, while McDonald's was incredibly successful, they found that sales slumped around five o'clock. In order to promote themselves as a family dinner spot, they consulted advertising giants Davis, Johnson, Mogul, and Columbato, a.k.a. DJMC. This is a huge <laughs> fucking advertising agency. I mean, it's massive. They, I mean, they handle fucking McDonald's. You know, if you're doing the advertising right. stuff for McDonald's, mm-hmm. you're kind of top tier. And uh, yeah, so how do you get people to come in for dinner? Because, you know, McDonald's, it's, it's like a you know, after soccer practice with the kids kind of thing, or like, you know, on your way to work, like treat yourself to a a McMuffin and a coffee, or it's like a quick, you know, go-to lunch spot when you only have, you know, a short lunch break. But people weren't looking at McDonald's as like a place to go and like sit down and like have your your family dinner. Uh, So they they decided to push that. So the two dudes responsible for actually creating Mac Tonight were Brad Ball and Peter Katrolis. And they wanted to appeal to the baby boomer crowd, but also keep the ads hip and fresh. So using the strange and very dumpable TV phenomenon that was Max Headroom as inspiration, they crafted a cool quasi-retro character with a crescent moon for a head who wore Wayfarer glasses and sang and danced. Now, Max Headroom, we've been suggested doing before. I still don't really quite understand 
what he was either but he has max headroom is an awesome name yeah. but it it totally has that um i would say kind of a very extremely 80s aesthetic of the type of sort of like that claymation animation thing that right certainly looks it looks like almost more dated than other 80s things it makes it like a weird timeless kind of effect but with max headroom and if you guys don't if it doesn't pop in your head what that is it's the like slick back blonde hair with sunglasses guy like looks like he lives in your tv set and that's what that whole character was created uh to be it was supposed to be like a digital tv host but it wasn't digital or animated at all it was a real guy in the costume that they just put effects over and like filters Mm -hmm. and makeup to make him look like he was created out of thin air and max headroom did like tv specials and stuff right like music video introductions things like that yeah i know that eminem somewhat recently used kind of his likeness or like did a music video where he was kind of in the he was sort of being max headroom i guess but right and in the 80s you know we talked about this on our like swing revival episode but also on our episode about the new monkeys how there was like this in the 80s there was like a 50s fascination like kind of like this like wholesome like you know vintage americana look for a, a, in a lot of things mixed with like the crazy super vibrant you know modern day the art colors of the 80s. Of the, yeah yeah you know? and then having and then still really being at a time where technology we're still like many years away from common access to cgi i mean you know right. like you if you were like a huge movie studio like a terminator type you you had access to it because it was so incredibly expensive so practical effects are still really what is you know driving stuff like this right um, and that's what gives it that more, crazy look more straight up old school animation you know yeah so that's what yeah even like um like peewee's playhouse kind of right just and the new monkeys ex- <laughs> who, who right. ripped yeah. off the peewee's playhouse kind of aesthetic mm-hmm. but yeah that whole thing where it's like what's like actually in the room with this guy what isn't like mm-hmm. like and you know everything's all, all crazy so they wanted to kind of do something like that but they also you know wanted to appeal to like the you know the people that were a little older that would be the ones taking their kids to mcdonald's tonight <laughs> you know so they gave right. it kind of like a retro kind of like crooner look and like in the commercial it's mac tonight flying with like a piano singing his song and he's going through space and there's like a big dipper mcnugget thing that he passes on like giant big macs and it's all like space age and i think there's like a big red cadillac it's it's that kind of feel it's also funny because at this point appealing to boomers did not involve like heart medication right yes yeah it was actually the opposite it was trying to get them to eat mcdonald's right it was still (laughs) like it's still like you are sort of still you're middle age you still have some sort of like coolness and like yeah cultural token which you, know? you can exercise by going to mcdonald's tonight and like that, that mac was, tonight yeah that was kind of their whole thing mac tonight mcdonald's tonight or a big mac tonight so the man right. inside the moonhead was none other than doug jones a legendary actor known for his ability to perform in extreme costumes and makeup and to voice the crooner they hired voice actor roger bear now bear did a couple cartoons here and there uh he, he did a lot of like mcdonald's cartoons that they had a lot of that like these like vhs tapes you could get where it's like the adventures of the mcdonald's clan uh but doug jones he's been in everything he was in pan's labyrinth the shape of water uh he's been in fucking men in black the bye bye man hellboy i mean fucking anything that has ever had a really tall lanky guy 
in extreme makeup and costuming in the last 30, 40 years, chances are it was probably Doug Jones. Right. It's like he was the the costume guy, and then Andy Serkis w- Gollum was the like CGI guy. Yes. But this it, guy exactly. Doug Jones, you wouldn't know. You could you've very well seen one of his iconic roles, and you you don't. That honestly seems kind of like the best of both worlds, like super successful. And then no one even fucking recognizes you on the street. Yeah, to me, know? that would drive me fucking crazy because I'm an egomaniac. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I would, like, literally lose my mind. I would have to go also, out I was in the Pan's s- Labyrinth costume, yeah. like, with my hands as eyes. You <laughs> know? Like, they're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Also, speaking of egos, I think that this advertising firm, Davis, Johnson, Mogul, and Colombato, like, I've noticed with law firms and ad firms, there's, like, this ego thing where they can't just come up with, like, a cool name they yeah, all which have is to funny. have their yeah. the partner's name. So like the name that's such an awkward fucking name for a company. But it sounds cool but, when you go DJMC, but that doesn't stand for like some pickup artist shit like uh don't DJ justify MC. male crying or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, what, that's what it yeah, not, this was the last episode, but it's not. It's the Mac Tonight episode. So the mm-hmm. creators of Mac Tonight knew that he had to have a signature song, not necessarily an original song, but a song that would be associated with Mac. So they chose the Bobby Darren rendition of the song Mac the Knife, but they souped it up with more fitting lyrics, a.k.a. lyrics not about murder, because that mm-hmm. Bobby Darren song is about a murder and that song has been done hundreds of times i mean there's so many many versions of it and he was not the first but he is the most recognizable we're gonna hear a little bit of this mac tonight song when the clock strikes half past six babe time to head for You know, so it, it, it's catchy. You can see how it goes. And Bobby Darren, I mean, on top of this song being originally about like a murder, you know, like it's also uh, kind of interesting because Bobby Darren has kind of a dumpable uh, life story. He, he was on um, VH1's 100 Most Shocking Moments in Rock and Roll, which we've brought up tons of times, where what happened was after he was really famous, he found out that his sister or who he thought was his sister his whole life was actually his mom. And then his who, the person he thought was his mom was actually his grandmother. And so when his sister got pregnant out of wedlock in like their small, you know, New York town, you know, you know, borough or whatever, back in the fucking 20s or 30s, they were like, OK, well, like we can't have you be a single mom, you know, underage you know, and all that stuff. So we're just going to raise this kid as if it's ours and you're you'll be his sister. And when he found that out, it kind of like really destroyed him mentally. And uh, he died of a heart attack. And a lot of people say that, you know, it was a lot of it having to do with the stress of finding this out and the depression that came along with that. That also happened to Ted Bundy, supposedly. I can't imagine that. And uh, Polly Walnuts. Yeah, and Polly Uh, Walnuts. God damn it. (laughs) I could could not. I mean, that actually happened, not the sister, but that happened to a friend of mine who thought, the person they thought was their dad turned out to not be. And uh, yeah, I mean, the that person who the was their dad was like a fucking shitty criminal. Oh, yeah. And so it was like, yeah, I, I cannot imagine what that would that would yeah. fuck 
with you. Really so bad. It, it fucking killed, you know, uh, Bobby Darren. But luckily, you know, his song found new life in uh, the Mac Tonight ad campaign. So the mm-hmm. Mac Tonight ad campaign itself began in California and Oregon, as well as the cities Las Vegas and Phoenix. And the ads were such an immediate smash hit that they quickly bumped them up to a national format. Customers grew to love the new mascot, and soon he was garnering more airtime and exposure than Ronald McDonald himself. Over 1,000 locations across the country began hosting in-store appearances, during which an employee would be chosen to wear the Mac Tonight costume, complete with a giant moon head. Like, uh, hey, Timmy, today you're you're Mac. You're you're, you're yeah, doing the Mac. The the character is well made, but it is kind of creepy, and that might be maybe the later influence of all the kind of bad shit it got associated with. Right? Um, yeah. Who knows? We'll get I mean, into. people um, will take anything yeah, and make it bad. It's kind, but it is kind of, it's sort of that uncanny thing where it's like the moon face and the suit. So it like very much resembles a human, but then it has this giant moon face. I don't know. Right. It creeps me out a little bit. It's a yeah, little creepy. It, it, it's odd for sure. And again, you know, it, like Ronald McDonald, that's a clown. So like with clowns, even if they're creepy or they scare you or whatever, you know that there's a person there, you know, yeah. with makeup on. Mac tonight is like. He's a moon man. He's 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 not a human, and but there's a human inside of it, and that's the beauty of of like the '80s and like practical effects is like you're creating something real that's actually on camera. It's not animated, mm-hmm. and it gives it this yeah. otherworldly kind of thing. Right. And, and that's oh, like, stop motion. That was big too. Right. Uh, the California raisins. That yes. was another thing that was very. You know, I heard it through the grapevine and kind of doing. It's very similar. To this like really kind of extremely obvious puns right on 50s 60s music and then it's like very 80s with this like i think california raisins was stop motion maybe yeah it it just has this very it's such an 80s it's very dated to its time and um just in the look yeah it was like the answer on how to have like you know animation or like yeah like things that aren't actually living creatures be alive alongside of you know mm-hmm. a real set or a, a real actor yeah. um, but they did a big debut event in Boca Raton where Doug Jones showed up as Mac tonight and was hoisted to the roof of a McDonald's where there was a piano where then he like quote unquote performed the song right. like the, the yeah. make make Mac tonight song <laughs> and like that was and you know there was a limo and there was fucking spotlights and it was like Mac tonight's going to come and they were really pushing this like cooler like kind of like no like go to mcdonald's tonight kind of a thing tonight yeah it is it is like such i just want to talk about how much of a pun that like how they like how i can't tell i'm a sucker for puns right i've mentioned the my band dip before and like a ton of our stuff is just dip puns um but it's like it's pretty ballsy because it's just like this pun is like the whole basis of the it's campaign the whole like thing. mac the knife eat at mac tonight like it yeah. kind of doesn't work but then they just pushed it through and right. made it work because it is a success yeah no it, it was huge i mean seriously it, it was it was major they also you know there was restaurants all over the country that had big animatronic mac tonight's installed that would like yes. like every you know once an hour or whatever do like a little fucking show you know like chuck e cheese then, kind of a thing right and, and animatronics i mean that is potentially a dump too because right. it, yeah, it, it was really big 
yeah. showbiz pizza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Rocket fire explosion. Yeah. Th- things like that. But uh, in Orlando, Florida, they have what's called the biggest entertainment McDonald's. And they still have like a functioning Mac tonight on display. I think they might be the only one. Uh, I think in the mid to like oh, around 2010 ish. Uh, 2012 ish the other one that had one took it out but there's still one rocking out in in orlando now as max popularity grew more commercials were made 27 in total but they also released a series of mac tonight toys to be included in happy meals and these toys were incredibly popular i myself had a couple growing up don't know how i got them because i was a little bit above the age range to be around so i guess someone just like somehow i came across my uh my possessions, these Mac tonight yeah. toys, but yeah, they were incredibly popular. But besides the booming Happy Meal sales, McDonald's also saw a substantial increase of Big Mac sales. In fact, more Big Macs were sold during the Mac tonight promotion than any other period in McDonald's history. So Mac's really killing it. You know what I mean? Mac, Big yeah. Macs. Maybe it was like how hungry it made people to see a giant Big Mac in space. Space makes everything mm-hmm. look more tasty. I think. Right. I don't know. Maybe I just made that up. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like like astronaut food, like it looks I, like shit, no, but it, it kind of is tasty. It kind of well, astronaut food seems just cool because it's like novel. And yeah, sure, if you're in space, then eating some shitty food is gonna be exciting because you're in fucking outer space. Yeah, and then it, if you it, just eat it in your house, um, I want to <laughs> talk about the commercials though because so I was doing a little research. I found this great video of this guy kind of going on a rant about why Mac tonight is so great. And then he was playing newer McDonald's ads and just really trashing them. Right. But he kind of had a point because the newer ads were just these like, if you could tell they were extremely quickly produced. It was just actors in a very generic set. And they're kind of doing, there was this very strange thing where like the Tim and Eric style humor of making fun of commercials started to like actually influence commercials. And they're like, let's just yeah. like have these complete non sequitur jokes that make absolutely no fucking sense because that's what we think people want to see. So it's essentially just three actors just talking on a very normal set, telling lame jokes. And then that's the McDonald's commercial. And so the guy's point was that look at these Mac tonight commercials because you got, this is in like this world of practical effects so, I mean, if you look at him, it's like there's a big stage, you know? I mean, they're kind of filming him like sort of a musical with like, it feels like there's giant boom cameras kind of where it's like yeah. he's on the piano. He's got his whole outfit. Nothing about it is digital. It's this whole set with like the stars and it feels like, yeah, there is there's some a guy sort of like, in the suit. Yeah. Like, it's just like a big production just for like a 30 second spot. And he was even saying like that is part of it is that when you would be watching your show on TV, when you would see that 30 second commercial, you would actually get fucking excited right. for just to see that 30 seconds of entertainment. Yeah, no, no, yeah. definitely. And, and that's, that's a hundred percent like a, a thing. And also the creativity is, is off the charts. Cause it's like Mac tonight didn't exist before. Like this is a whole yeah, just completely created like it. creature, a world created out of thin air just for this. And that is something to respect. And yeah, it was, it was super, super popular. So right around the end of 1989 in the beginning of 1990, Bobby Darren's estate filed a $10 million lawsuit against McDonald's claiming that they used Darren's song without permission, but rather than paying McDonald's just agreed to pull the ads and Mac tonight was phased out for 
years for, for like four mm-hmm. years this guy was like mac tonight was dominating not only the uh, intergalactic realm of fast food but also mm-hmm. you know <laughs> here on earth he was destroying the mcdonald's market making it you know way more popular than it ever was it totally worked and they just pulled it i feel like they it's probably could have just they should have just paid the 10 million and been like yeah, yeah like now we just fucking own this like a hundred percent and we can go really crazy i wonder it, if also yeah. i know that um I don't know exactly, but I know that in the 80s with hip hop, when hip hop started sampling, there was kind of this new precedent set as far as copyright laws. And so some of the earliest hip hop songs would have samples and they would have hits and they didn't even have to like worry about the clearance issue. Right. Um, Until then later, I think it was like Van Halen or someone like heard their song being sampled and like, that's our song. We need some money from this. So I'm curious if like it was just normal shady business to not pay yeah. or like they just it was maybe it could have possibly been in that time period of like just not even occurring to them. Well, and, and there's also thing. kind of the like the thing with like parodying, like, for instance, you can you can parody or satire like you can use those things to defend yourself in court against like copyright infringement if something has changed a certain amount. But with music, yeah. I don't feel like it works like that because even Weird Al, you know, famously, like he he has to get the rights to be able to use the music because while he's changing the lyrics, the music behind it is exactly the same for the most part, or at least right. it's like the same notes. You know what I mean? It's like a cover mm-hmm. just with it. So I think that that had something to do with it. Um, but obviously, also just when it's like you're, it's not a parody because it's not necessarily making fun of the song. It kind of is wanting the energy, that cool swinger lounge energy. Yeah. And then it's to make <laughs> millions of dollars for McDonald. It's not like for Weird Al, the artist who's trying, you know, that's yeah. what he does. It's like, let's sell more burgers. So, yeah. Right. Right. Fuck yeah, them. exactly. And, you know, Bobby Darren had, had been dead, you know, for a while by, by this time. So it's his family. And I'm sure, you know, the residuals weren't, you know, what, what they were. And so mm-hmm. to see, you know, so much success being built around this song, it, it made sense. You know, I, I feel like their lawsuit definitely had legs. And that's why McDonald's pulled it, because they wouldn't have if they felt like they could beat that. You know, for sure. so yeah. that that's the whole thing. Also, you know, it's 1990. $10 million is, is, you know, that's a lot of money fucking now for sure. But it was a shitload back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so in 1996 until 1997, Mac tonight was brought back. Most notably, he was included on the NASCAR vehicles that McDonald's sponsored. Driver Bill Elliott was the first to have Mac tonight included on his car. But the comeback didn't last long. And once again, Mac was shelved. But in Southeast Asia, he graced the presence of McDonald's bags and restaurants alike in 2007 in several different countries of the region, uh, like Singapore. Uh, you know, th- there was a ton of countries that, that used him in Southeast Asia in 2007. And I believe he's still kind of around there. Like, I don't the, it, it's, yeah. it's weird, but they're not using the song or anything. It's kind of just like, I'm Mac tonight, baby. Yeah. Like, that, like, that's that's it. And that's but always Mac, the best. Kind of like he, Scatman John. Where yeah. it's like, if it, if you can get big in Asia on your second leg, that's going to be some good content. Yeah, and there's way more people in Asia than there is in the States. So, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a lot more fucking mouths to be, wrap around a Big Mac, you know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, unfortunately, Mac was going to make a big comeback in the States in the form of one of the strangest and darkest internet trends of all time. This brings us to the rise of the moon man. 
Now, the resurgence of Mactonite and his eventual transformation into the infamous Moon Man can be traced back to a revolutionary website that hosted user-submitted short videos and GIFs, which was called YTMND, You're the Man Now, Dog. Uh, I mean, this is this was a huge and, website for, and for me as a kid. And that's a reference to that movie, With Finding Forrester, where Sean Connery is like a... He's like being Sean. He's like a literary professor. You're the man now, dog. And then yeah, and then he's like trying impression. to he's trying to save the young black, the troubled black inner city youth who like gets into trouble, but also reads the classics. And <laughs> and then I guess Sean Connery is trying to relate because he he's like speaking in his words. Right. So he's yeah, trying yeah. to like You're talk the man like now, a, dog. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. To totally. And on this site, I mean, there's so many fucking classic videos. Like one that comes to mind is like the Jurassic Park one, where it's like, like and when you would go to y YTMND, like, there's just millions of links to click. I mean, there's seriously millions of videos on here, and a lot of them are like five seconds long, like twenty seconds long, and they just loop back like over and over and over again. And there's one with Jurassic Park where it's like the guy sees the dinosaurs for the first time, and someone just sings like "Holy fucking shit, it's a dinosaur," and it just like goes <laughs> over and like that. That one fucking made me laugh my fucking thirteen, fourteen year old ass off, dude. But. You know, YTMND, it doesn't have much regulation and it doesn't have like moderators like, say, some of these other sites would like a YouTube or something. And that opens up the possibility for things to go array. You know, so on November 4th, 2006, YTMND user Murdar Machine, uh, spelt the way I said it, <laughs> posted a clip yeah. of Mac Tonight's commercial accompanied by the two short song Getting It. The video became instantly popular. Then on May 31st, 2007, YTMND user Farkle posted a similar video entitled Moon Man Sings the Best Song Ever, which, you know, the video included the same clip of Mac Tonight soaring through space in his, in his car, you know, doing the Mac Tonight thing. But it, it had a different song. The song was Chacaron Macaron, which if you were into the Internet at all during this time, you've heard this. We're going to play a little bit of this song. Chacaron that song was fucking in everything, it, dude. It's so funny because this also now is reminding me of just like the what, what in the butt episode we did where totally. in that period this two th you know 2005 2010ish when i guess just the internet is fine is like starting to kind of like and i mean even before then but just maybe with videos more specifically um just the types of humor it's just funny how crude even not crude just so simple it was because part of it was just that the fact that the medium was so such a novelty in itself right, it was yeah. almost like let me just do the stupidest thing but the fact that it's on the internet and you can just w view it in this Watch way it. is part of why it's so funny yes and and it's gonna get tricky because like you know i'm into you know very obscure weird humor shit and sometimes something can be funny just because it's so awful like you know mm -hmm. what i mean like just because you can't realize like you can't even wrap your head around the fact that someone put like this thing and this thing together and that's like the beauty of ytmnd because it's like 
you know, with these two original ones, like the one with the two short song, it's literally just like a loop of Mag Tonight, like bobbing his head in his car, listening to Too Short, and it just plays over and over and over again. And like by the right. fifth time it loops, like you're just dying laughing. And then same right. with this song. And then it starts getting crazy. And the thing with the internet is it's a constant contest between trolls and people trying to outdo the other person, you know, when something gets popular. And if the contest is about making something bad, Things are going to get really fucking bad because right. it becomes a contest to see who can make the worst thing. The, ed the edgy humor, the edge lord, and this is before edge lord, you know. Right. But this that, is where it's already it, this is roots starting. Yeah, right. of just like what can be the most shocking, and I think in one of our Patreon clips we talk about um, unforgivable, which is another right. sort of thing of right. just like the things that they're saying are actually pretty messed up but it was yeah. like the, the, but the, the fact humor that they're saying it like, is the funny part right yeah you know just like oh my god i can't believe you you would it's say it's an that. art form that that is waning nowadays and it's, with good reason because it's always people gonna take yeah, it the wrong way you know and mm -hmm. then and i don't mean take it the wrong way as in like be offended because it's really easy to see how someone could be offended by some of the stuff that we're going to be talking about but that's not the the problem necessarily the problem is the people that take it as like serious you know where, where mm -hmm. they don't understand that the person that might have made this thing isn't necessarily super racist or whatever they're just trying to make the worst most mm -hmm. offensive video but then yeah. if you're impressionable and you take it like now that's something that you take as like a serious piece of something showing you that like a movement is going in a certain direction yeah uh, it, it, and, and that's kind of where we're at and this is where things start to turn dark so several copycat videos were made starring mac tonight but this time with the addition of the phrase KKK uttered over the music thanks to AT&T's text-to-speech technology, which was huge in this early internet thing where it's just like, this is my voice. Like, and you can type in anything. Yeah. That way it's not you actually saying it, and it's uniform. So, like, when a trend would pick up, like, you know, like anyone can make a video sound the same way as the ones that they saw because they're all using the same text to speech right. technology. Oh, yeah, um, that was that was a huge thing. And uh, and then prank calls, too, which right. is also dumpy because then you could have the text to speech thing. You put it up to the phone soundboards yeah. and then it sounds really. Oh, yeah. I remember the Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard and classic prank <laughs> each other with that. Um it's not even oh, pranking because, like, and if you hilarious. were to call your friend and do that, they'd be like, okay, Arnold Soundboard, click. Like, like that's I can't thing believe is, it would ever work. No, but it sometimes would. I remember I definitely got pranked by my friends, and I would do it. To, and it's like, then you're also just like, damn, there's only, like, fucking eight or nine of us anyway, you know? But, yeah. <laughs> like, how, it shouldn't be too hard to figure out, but sometimes you would really Yeah, whoever get friend fooled. isn't in the room is the one doing it. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, that's good stuff. The, but yeah, uh, no. So, so now there's like hundreds, if not thousands, of variations of this video being made. And AT&T has since altered their text-to-speech system to recognize specific phrases and words that they deem hate speech because of these YTMND videos. It's mm, really where yeah. it starts with this website. Um, and and that's you know, oh, that's what. Sorry, I was gonna say it's happening yeah. on TikTok now again, where right. like a lot of TikTok videos will just, I mean, and. It seems so stupid. It's like literally the video will have the text of whatever the fuck stupid thing they want to say. And then they have this kind of text like, to speech. This is style. what I'm saying. This is yeah. my dad cooking eggs. Yeah. yeah. Or like whatever Fucking the fuck it, it might be. Yeah. Sorry, and, you're interrupted you know, for that. But. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it, it, it's all good. Because, I mean, we've been seeing this with the Internet as a whole. Like, I remember when Instagram first came out. Dude, you could search like fucking insane hashtags. Like, I was I was finding people selling like 
heroin on Instagram, like openly, mm, like, you yeah. know, using like hashtags like <laughs> Nod Squad and like Junkie Watch and stuff and Jeez. like pills and like all this stuff. And then it got even, I mean, darker from there. And it's a thing. It's like a new platform for user submitted content only has a life of like pure, unabashed, you know, un unbridled fucking, you know, free for allness for just a little while before it gets too bad because it will, yes. you know, mm -hmm. it, it always gets too bad. And with the like with the new regulations, with the text to speech thing, like if you type in moon man, chances are you'll get flagged or Mac tonight because they're like, OK, mm -hmm. most of the people that use that phrase put in some really nasty shit right after it. So we're just going to nip right. that in the bud. Mm -hmm. and, and, mm -hmm. and that's what's happening. And, you know, these videos start spreading. They start getting worse and worse. Again, with the KKK being uttered over the Chakaron uh, Macaron song while Moon Man's dancing. And now it's starting to snowball and, and get even worse and worse. Now, there was a group mm -hmm. page on YTMND dedicated to Mac Tonight videos, who by this time was regularly being referred to as the Moon Man. The page was mm -hmm. called The Moon Crew. Now, while most of the videos were seemingly innocent, the amount of edgy and outright racist videos began to grow. This is where we get to kind of the, the final phase of The Moon Man. Now, possibly the last harmless use of Mac Tonight was in a vaporwave artist named St. Pepsi's music video for their song Enjoy Yourself, which has reached over 2 million views on YouTube. This mm -hmm. is what that song sounds like, by the way, yeah. just, just to give you an example. Uh, you know, so it's nothing. It's nothing crazy. And again, it's just because the Mac tonight, you know, commercial. It is kind of dreamy. It's like a weird, you know, retro dreamscape. You know, so yeah. it works with like the vaporwave kind of like chill wave right, stuff. I hate. I hate saying vaporwave, dude. I fucking hate saying that word. Like, 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 like. Let's just call it like low-fi beats. You know that. Well, that works. that's but that's kind of what it is. It kind of does fit it perfectly. Yeah, and, it uh, does. It does. That's the problem. Especially, you know, relating to like a cor like ha taking a corporate thing and that, you know, sort of being part of it, too. But we don't have to say it again. Yeah. <laughs> but also watch like I'm like, yeah, this is the last innocent use. And then like I find out that this artist like is some fucking terrible. Yeah, fucking right. But anyways, it's the last seemingly innocent use. I'll say that. But now it gets rough. So in 2015, intensely racist memes featuring the Moon Man began to appear on the notorious site 4chan, more specifically the poll page, a.k.a. like the politics page. Now, this page became a breeding ground for racist ideologies and soon forced moderators to remove content and set regulations for what could and could not be posted. This led tons of the users that were creating a lot of that stuff to move to the newly created 8chan, which gave rise to QAnon. Uh, 8chan is seriously like the underbelly of the internet like if you yeah. think that you've been offended before or if you think that you've heard someone say something like really off color and nasty you don't even know what bad shit sounds like until you see some of the stuff that's posted there like yeah like, and, and, and with some of this moon man stuff i mean we're not going to play any of the samples of any of the songs that are really really bad because fuck man like i don't want to get removed and also you don't need to hear that if you really want to hear it you, it's not hard to find <laughs> you yeah, know i thought it was true. hard to find at first because none of it's on youtube but no you go to ytmnd it's all right there um mm. and and yeah it's a it's a whole fucking thing and yeah again you know it really got footing on on 8chan and became like a a, a thing so moon man quickly became a symbol for extreme internet trolls and alt-right supporters alike much like pepe the frog who was a much more prominently used meme and symbol but that True. started as a comic book and was completely mm -hmm. co-opted by this like 
horrible movement, you know, this political movement and became used in all these different horrible memes and like any which way you could to take this little green frog and make him something like evil. They did. Yeah. And, and it's it a became very, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's it seems super weird, but I feel like there's probably um, a lot of historical context for doing for co-opting some sort of icon or mascot for a movement, you know? Yeah. But it's interesting now because it's it's these What's things the, aren't like big, you know. So it seems like it came out of nowhere. Like if you didn't know, like like because I remember Pepe the Frog memes before they turned, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like you know, it was just like oh, they're like who like that that boy or whatever the fuck like, and it was just like a goofy right. thing. And then like you start mm-hmm. seeing it turn and turn and turn, and political. then there's a whole group of people that only know it from that so then like you Mm -hmm. can't even be like oh no well this is like just from the comic book you know Mm -hmm. what i mean or this is just from that no it doesn't matter anymore because it's been used so many times for the wrong reasons that it might as well just be that and i have a point that i will make about that later in the episode there's um there's a lot of controversy about the punisher logo though i don't know a ton about the original punisher comic well so in the comic the punisher like kills he's like a he's like a um charles bronson type you know, like fucking killer, like not like a killer cop, but like he's going to clean up the streets and like cleaning up the streets cop. has a lot of uh, negative connotations because in movies, a lot of the times it's like cleaning up the streets means going into like the urban neighborhoods and mm-hmm. uh, killing everyone that doesn't really look like the main character, <laughs> let's just yeah. say. And so the Punisher logo has been used with like a lot of like Blue Lives Matter stuff and like right. just like all oh, the people yeah. that that use the Punisher logo like or have the stickers like. Chances are they're not mar like they're not fans of the comic. Right, right. You know what I mean? It means something else to them, and it and it's been co opted. And I saw and that's a, kind of the whole a thing. Punisher logo recently where the because it's like the skull, so it kind of has like the like the the teeth jutting right. down. Yeah, the bars. But then but then this one had like a beard, I guess, because like <laughs> just like beard culture is kind of like some having this oh, weird like, yeah, like bacon super, culture. Yeah, like beards and bacon. So like the Punisher thing had a beard, so it looked like a squid billy. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, it was. I remember it lo- that. Yeah, I remember squid <laughs> it billy. Super oh fucking weird. God, um, yeah, but honestly, we're really in this like like mid uh, 2000s thing right here, talking about but, squid billies and fucking <laughs> all this shit. But it seems like the Punisher thing is not. I understand why people are upset, but also like this. It sounds like this Punisher guy was like a fucking war veteran Marine. Like it's, a, right. I don't know. It seems like not as much of a stretch, I guess, it, it, compared it, to yeah, like it's, it's, it's Max a different and I thing had for nothing sure. to do with, or Pepe had nothing to do at all with the with shit violence, that it got attached to. With violence, with hate, to. with anything like that. There's a, there's a documentary about it too. I about think it's Pepe, called, right? Yeah, I think it's called Feels Good Man, like the, mm-hmm. the unlikely story of uh, Pepe the Frog, or something like that. But yeah, basically, you know, then this artist had to like fight his ass off to like reclaim it but i mean the internet is all powerful and if something you you like something you created becomes like that's like honestly an artist's worst fear is like the drawing you did now all of a sudden is being shared among like thousands of times with like swastikas on it and shit yeah really nothing you can do to stop it and even if you like sue someone like there's gonna be seven thousand other people that post and then and it's but it's also just the impression like you have to do all that work to just literally kind of try and reclaim it but then the impression to like all these people is already done. So then you have to do this extra stuff of being like, not only that, but like, no, it's not even about that. Yeah. And, and, most and people half will be the like, time, Oh yeah. It's not even about right, that. Half, they don't even listen to you. Yeah. Yeah. Half the time that it, that's too much for people. So the damage really is already done in a lot of ways, unless right, you right. take that time. 
Right, absolutely. So the biggest push for this new use of the Moon Man was a 2015 YouTube video posted by user Moo Mlux Mlan featuring the Mac Tonight commercial along with a parody of the notorious B.I.G. song Hypnotize. The song's lyrics were changed to harsh, racially charged lyrics, and the video spread like wildfire amongst trolls and white nationalists alike. The video inspired hundreds of copycat videos, and in June of 2015, YouTube user Whitetopia released an entire album of Moonman parodies. This prompted the December of 2015 video posted by user MOTMP Backup, backup meaning that they probably already had one of their pages taken down, mm-hmm. titled Christmas Carol, but Christmas Carol is spelt with three Ks on each word, so like KK mm-hmm. Christmas, KK Carol, mm-hmm. um, which was a racist Christmas-themed Moon Man parody album. These are the songs, I mean, the hypnotized one especially, you've never heard anything like this. Like Mm -hmm. it is seriously bad. It is someone trying to make the worst thing ever. Like Mm -hmm. it's so overtly racist and violent and like bad that it's almost like someone that doesn't even really believe in that stuff made it because they're like, how do I, what's like the worst shit I could put Mm -hmm. into one song. It doesn't really have like a message. It doesn't have any political like drive behind it. It's just seemingly like saying all these words and saying these things just for the shock value and for right. the humor of having it be lumped with the moon man who was, mm-hmm. you know, it's Mac the night. It's like an innocent enough thing. So let's put the worst thing ever along with it. And there's the joke, but it's not a joke because it starts a whole fucking avalanche of this stuff. So by this time, the moon man's place in the world of white nationalism and the alt-right was cemented, but no racist symbol is complete until it is recognized by the leading white power blog, InfoStormer, who wrote about poor Mac tonight in 2016. Now, that's an interesting article because racists are crazy and they're backwards and they're conniving and manipulative and they claimed that it's not racist and they're like they're like oh so this is the new thing that you know like liberals and fucking the the you know jews and stuff are trying to say is, is something that that we're using but they tried to use the like their proof was that that it wasn't racist was that none of that racist content could be found because mm-hmm. YouTube would, would pull it down. So they'd be like, where is it? I'm not seeing any of this shit knowing full fucking well that it's like completely there, but they would use the fact that it was being taken down from sites as proof that it never existed and that this was all a conspiracy just mm-hmm. to make white nationalists look bad. Right. And, and, and then like, also, and that's the yeah. backwards ass thinking, you know? And I guess that, and I guess that does kind of um, in another way sort of help because because you know say the kkk like the white robe you know the hooded robe everyone knows what the fuck that is so it's much harder to actually make any kind of argument if you're like wearing the hood you can't say you were like this is is just for the rain but like the (laughs) but the moon man the mac tonight it's coming from this commercial so it's it's it is sort of this weird way to hide behind it Right. Exactly. You know. Where it's like that, like, or it's like, you sound crazy saying that, that, you know, and, and now yeah, like a fucking McDonald's you know, there's commercial? a lot of things that have been, about? yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of things that have been co-opted, you know, but by, by those groups and kind of, you know, ruin it for fucking everyone else. But then they claim it's like, no, like that's, that's ridiculous. Like, oh, so like bull cuts are, are racist now or like mm-hmm. doing the okay symbols, right? Like really? Like, and they yeah, kind of, the... they, they kind of use the fact that these things get taken down from the internet as proof that it would never was a problem in the first place. Meanwhile, they're all winking and smiling at each other that like, they know what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. Now, 
the the thing was though the anti defamation league officially recognized the moon man as a hate symbol so like that's you know what once that's kind of in the mix like uh, like it, that's the two perfect things right there the mm-hmm. anti defamation league says it is and infostormer says it's not that's how you fucking know it is mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. you know like with, with without a doubt so also in 2016 the moon man found another new purpose promoting presidential candidate donald trump Go figure. In March of 2016, YouTube user football underscore and gaming (laughs) posted a video of Trump giving a speech while the infamous hypnotized parody played in the background. This opened up another floodgate of extreme Trump support videos. One of the most popular was posted by YouTube user Moonman Central and featured the Mac Tonight commercial accompanied by a pro-Trump rap song. Now, there was I don't know why all the these like racist dudes were using rap songs instead of like rock and roll or anything. Maybe it was just another way to kind of like, you know, stick it to the people that they don't like, you know, yeah. but like another, another big one was a uh, soldier boys cranked. That was given a, a racist parody too. And the thing is, it's not someone rapping over these. It's the AT&T text to speech. Right. So like, like what, like, and then they just speed it up to fit with the song, but it's mm-hmm. like a robot doing these like insanely racist, yeah. like violent makes- raps. It makes sense to me because I feel like rap music is commonly used as like a reason for racist people being racist. I guess it's just like I just feel like yeah they hate like, rap. It's like, well, let's make you fun of the music, music too. Yeah, you know? exactly. I, I think so too. And also, you know, like if you're trying to just make like a a poem like essentially or like like rhyming lyrics like a rap song is like easier to do it to than like a fast rock song or something because mm-hmm. it's made to have uh rhyming like yeah. broken down into bars mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. so yeah who knows but either way they are doing really terrible shit with these songs so soon after all of this several content creators begin charting the history of the moon man and his evolution from spokesperson to hate monger now a person going by the internet moniker Sam Hyde, which, you know, is a comedian that went through a whole bunch of controversy for, you know, his political views and jokes that he's made and things that kind of fit into this. But that's not who did this thing that we're about to talk about. The guy was actually a guy named Charles Johnson, who is, you know, infamous for doing his own nasty things, mm-hmm. um, you know, most notably right. uh, exposing the name of a rape victim that Rolling Stone wrote a big story about mm-hmm. um, kind of to Try say to like, hey, she's lying, blah, blah, blah. Like there's no yeah. problems on college campuses. It's, it's really, really evil shit. Again, folks, this is a this is another very dark dump. But yeah. he started a crowdfunding campaign through WeSearcher in October of 2016, and it was to erect a billboard featuring pro-Trump slogans, Pepe the Frog, and you guessed it, the moon man and despite raising over five thousand dollars the billboard was never put up uh for Mm. good reason and it looks shitty anyways but that's kind of the internet thing like all these like shitty drawings of drawings you know and like microsoft paint and shit it's like made to look shitty on purpose like that's kind of the fun part and then then (laughs) the con like but then the jokes itself are fucking evil it's like if you could just make like nice jokes or even dirty jokes sure but like once you take it to this realm it's not really a joke anymore it's only making like white supremacists and like gnarly people laugh it's yeah it's just gonna it gets i mean i guess everyone has their limits as far as like what amount of quote unquote inappropriate edgy humor um that they can tolerate and think that it you know still say it's a joke but it's just i mean there's just so much of this shit that was just going on you know 
around yeah, tons, this time. I mean, tons, and it's and it's still um, going on. I mean, yeah, like th- these memes are made every fucking day. These little videos are made every fucking day. The the original ones are being reposted just so they'll never die. Right. And and I mean, it's and unfortunate because yeah. I like Mac tonight. I like yeah. Mac tonight. But he's yeah. I mean, it's funny because the Sam someone using Sam Hyde. So I feel like Sam Hyde is just kind of been like a more just a modern day, like extremely like controversial figure. He had yeah. a show um, million dollar extreme on Adult Swim. It got canceled because they kept there was just because really because of all these associations. Right. With, like all this stuff happening with the Internet, sort of an auxiliary thing. Another thing, and maybe this is why they used his name for this uh, campaign, is that w- there was a time period where when a ma- another mass shooting would happen, mm-hmm. people on these message boards would take hit Sam Hyde's picture and say, this is the guy that did it. So oh. again, so the sort of this like so extremely it became like a thing. Yeah. weird joke to like basically try and... I think that maybe in certain there might have been an instance I can't remember for sure where like maybe a news outlet actually got it mixed up and thought he was because all these people on these message Said boards it, and stuff yeah. were saying it. Because so it that's was journalism like, nowadays, right? See what the internet says. But I yeah. think that that <laughs> was almost part of the joke was to try and like get him literally implicated in some sort of like extremely fucked up thing. Right. So that well, is and, where and like the level common, of the but, jokes are getting. Yeah, well, and that's common with this with the internet troll thing, especially in the age of Trump and the alt right. Is like, you know, there'd be internet trolls. Like, for instance, like my understanding of the OK sign was like there was trolls that were like, let's start like telling people that this is racist and that this is some new secret symbol doing this hand thing, and then it caught on and it was kind of like a wink, wink inside joke to people like. Like to where if someone would freak out if they saw you do it, it was kind of like, ha ha, jokes on you because we made this up just to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. But then again, the joke grows like outside of itself and it becomes now actually being used for that, you know? Yeah. And, and same with with Moon Man. It's like what starts as like a groofy video where it's like, what's the worst thing I could put over mm-hmm. the Moon Man like dancing to the song? Oh, something about the KKK. Well, then that outgrows itself and it becomes like well now we're gonna have like moon man t-shirts with swastikas on it and we're gonna wear it to rallies right and it's like fuck like but then you can still and then that's why the whole idea of like you know having edgy humor has been such a hotly debated topic is because part of it like we says you can still go back and say no this is a joke and you're being a sensitive snowflake blah 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 um yeah it never think, ends. It's, it's a vicious cycle. I think what I realize is I think it really I think that Mac tonight is so creepy because once you see the association and you see these sort of like they they might have Mac tonight and then like impose him on like a picture of Hitler or something or like right. impose him on a picture of American Graffiti X. So then American it really does Graffiti, just, dude. American oh, my God. Graffiti <laughs> X. <laughs> That's a whole different fucking movie, dude. <laughs> another fucking it's like a musical oh with featuring mac tonight <laughs> oh my yeah, god yeah no i i've seen that one too though where the, uh, the infamous american scene history. from american history x where edward norton's character is going to curb stomp the guy they i've seen a picture where mm-hmm. they put mac tonight's head over edward norton it, as he's raising his boot yeah and i guess the creepy thing is that because the moon is super pale it's kind of like oh suddenly it becomes this extremely pale white man so in that sense pepe pepe is a frog 
And so Pepe still maintains this kind of cartoonishness, even though the memes still can be really horrible. But I think the Moon Man being pale and white, it you're, it, I don't know, it suddenly becomes like this freaky, scary guy. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and they turn him into like, you know, like they've made like video game mods where it's like you're Mac tonight and you have a machine gun and like you're only killing like black people or like mm-hmm. you yeah. know like they, they, it really has stretched so far beyond and like they they still sell like you can still get like Mac tonight like Halloween masks so then you have trolls going online wearing these masks like going on like you know chat roulette and stuff with like mm-hmm. a big swastika flag behind them just like trolling people as Mac <sighs> tonight perpetuating this thing people going just, and going and going people need to get some new hobbies. I'm just yeah. like, who the fuck is your own material? Just spending time to do this shit. Yeah, I mean, well, fuck, here we are. You know, so, <laughs> well, <laughs> while the use of the Moon Man in racist memes and videos continues, it is on the decline, but one will have no trouble finding some of these atrocious misuses of a beloved fast food icon with a quick Google search. And, you know, the. This this thing goes on and on and on, and like he's been used to attack, you know, the victims of the Pulse nightclub shooting and virtually every other tragedy uh, that has happened in American mm-hmm. history since the use of Moon Man in in memes. And you know, it's like it also they use them to you know speak about their desired actions against society's most marginalized people. You know, in general, like Moon Man is kind of like a catch all for just racist extremism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and that's kind of where it lands and uh what does it all mean folks uh i don't know I, I it's it means that nothing is safe you know nothing is sacred anything can be turned into a symbol of hate and so we need to kind of i feel like adjust our our scale of like how much we're going to allow like let's stop letting the worst and most hateful people in the world dictate what we can and can't have mm-hmm. you know like even with this episode coming out i'm like fuck like how are we going to promote it on our Instagram, like if we put up a picture of Mac tonight, like even if it's straight up from the ad, like someone might, you know, think that we're not here totally right. disavowing that shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's like, it, like let's let's stop letting Nazis have shit. Like just because, like, like that that's such a you know a fucked up you know splinter group of fucking people in this country. We shouldn't allow them to have things like Mac tonight and Pepe the Frog and the OK sign and bowl cuts and all these other things that are now seemingly categorized as racist or part of their, their nomenclature. Instead, let's fucking take it back. There's way more of us than there are of them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So like if like if I ran McDonald's and Nazis started using Mac tonight as a hate symbol, I would make a commercial where Mac tonight had like, like where Mac tonight was like gay and he had like 7,000, like, you know, like 7,000 friends, all of different colors and religions and everyone and everyone loves Mac tonight and Mm -hmm. Mac tonight loves everyone. Like do that, like make it like, you know what I mean? And like, fuck, people are going to parody your shit no matter what. Again, nothing is safe once you put it on the internet. So everyone that has ever created a piece of art or content or a song and has put it on the internet runs the risk of one day, some asshole taking it and turning it into something that it was never intended to be. And we need to make a decision as a society. How much are we going to let these guys fucking take from us? Because they took fucking Mac tonight, God damn it, And it's not okay. You know, conspiracy. Maybe it was with maybe it was inside McDonald's. Oh, Told like a disgruntled that. employee who's like, <laughs> I'm going to fucking take this. uh this non-used symbol. Like, why didn't they because use Ronald McDonald? Here, here's the here's the weird coincidence is that it was around 2007 when McDonald's kind of officially retired Mac tonight. Yeah. And that's around when 
Maybe Mac Tonight's a real guy, and he just became dis like disillusioned with the U.S. He government. He got fired. And started getting, yeah, he got red pilled. Mac Tonight, <laughs> Mac Tonight got red pilled and moved out to a compound, you know, where he lives with like seven other militia guys, and just created all this content himself. That's, Maybe that's Doug my Jones is behind it. That's my. I you know? think that's what happened. Yeah. But yeah, I I say bring back the Mac. You know, let's stop allowing the innocence to be stolen from us and, and everything else. Let's bring back the Mac. Let's reclaim him. Mac tonight seems like a cool guy. I bet you in real life, Mac tonight wouldn't be racist. So we should bring him back and uh, <laughs> let's, let's stop letting Nazis take all the good fast food icons. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that, fuck that's kind of my takeaway. But also, do we really need some of these things? Like the flip side of this is like, fuck it. Well, Have that's the other thing. Take no, Mac tonight. We get Ronald we McDonald. You get Mac tonight. We don't need. Mac tonight, ultimately. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I know I'm like getting just, all up in arms. <laughs> the Pepe guy, it's so much worse because that guy was just trying to make his cartoon. You know, he doesn't have millions of dollars and like recognizable, you know, McDonald's still has the Arches and Ronald McDonald to like, they got plenty of iconic characters. Right. And Grimace, so the milkshake monster. They're, they're not going to be like fighting i mean they're probably just never gonna fucking touch mac tonight ever yeah, again probably just, not and, and they have the other guy what sir speedy or whatever like the little uh guy like the little chef with the the mm -hmm. chef's hat on oh yeah that, he's like, great yeah yeah well, yeah he's great yeah meanwhile mac tonight gets fucking turned into a goddamn hitler you know <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> it's it's, it's truly bizarre and i think that that's why it's a good dump because it just yes it is a it is no a great one saw dump. that shit coming no, yes, especially McDonald's, and I'm sure especially Mac tonight as if he was a real person. So, folks, we usually tell you to follow all our social media and stuff, uh, you know, and which is important, you know, Instagram, at, you know, at Culture Dumps, and you can send us an email for a suggestion at culturedumps at gmail.com. But real quick, we wanted to talk about our Patreon. We always tell you to subscribe to that, patreon.com slash culturedumps. But what is on there? Well, several different things. We post tons of videos. If we mention a video on an episode, it will be on our Patreon at one of the lower tiers. Uh, same with like photos, links to, to things. Um, so stuff like that we also have you know several different exclusive series on there like squirts where parks and i just shoot the shit about you know random topics you know like we did our favorite youtube videos of all time and we posted links to all those we've done you know uh like a fucking I mean, tons I, I can't even remember we also do docu dumps where we review some of our favorite documentaries and give you guys reviews for that sometime we even uh, include a link to the full film uh, there, there's lots of stuff in our top tier we send you every month a little uh piece of history you know whether it be an item from woodstock 99 or something relating to culture dumps whether it's an episode we've already done or something we're going to do every month you will get a little package from culture dumps headquarters with a little note and uh, a little piece of dump you know just just for yourself a little and we also post our episodes early for those folks too mm -hmm. Roar, so. ryan very well said um yeah we would really appreciate it and uh you know, we're just putting out more content. I love doing the squirts uh, because it's like off the script. It's something that we can just, I don't know. It's like uh, if this is our orchestra, then the squirts is our jazz. Our jam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just as good as jam bands are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then also you get, you know, you, you get a first uh, first listen to some of the episodes before we put them up. Um, all, all kinds of different stuff. And we'll also, if you're a, if you sign up to the top tier, even if you just subscribe for one month and then cancel, we will still send you a video greeting and you'll get your piece of history in the mail uh, for that one month. So check it out. Patreon.com slash culture dumps. I'm Ryan Lichten. I've been joined by Parks Miller. And uh, as always, folks, you eat it up, we dump it out.